You are now listening to For the Record with Adian Loso. This is your captain speaking. Um, we just wanted to <laughs> let you all know we may be experiencing some turbulence, aka some fuck shit in the world, but. We will make it through. We shall persevere. We shall overcome. This is your captain speaking. We're out. Bing. Hola and welcome, amigos, amigas, everybody else, everything in in between that thing. What's happening? This is your boy AD, and this is your boy Loso. Excellent, excellent, and welcome back to For the Record podcast. Now. Uh, I know you guys missed me a ton last week. You know, uh, I just want to thank uh, Carrie for actually coming on and, uh, you know, taking my place at the time and uh, speaking with you guys. Um, she did an amazing job, pure usual, um, besides her sneak dissing of the queen. I did hear that. Moving on. Um, <laughs> we, we, we will get into the accolades of the queen later. So no worries on that, Carrie. Um, but thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate her uh, stepping in for us. How was last week with her, man? Kelly is amazing. <laughs> Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> love Kelly. Um, love all the shade that she threw last week. Uh, all the facts that, you know, she let spew out of her mouth. Uh, but it, it was amazing. It's always a fun time with Carrie. Um, so, yeah, man, glad to have you back, though. Absolutely, man. Well, we won't keep you guys waiting too much longer. Let's jump right into it. Uh, deeds and dudettes. Um, so we want to start off this uh, week's episode by giving a, a rest in peace, rest in power to rapper Snooty Wild. Um, if you guys uh, are not familiar with him, um, that's okay. Um, he's mostly known for his song, Yayo. All I know is Yayo. That song is uh, pretty much his biggest hit, but um, he actually was shot and killed in uh, South Houston this past weekend. So we just want to send, uh, send a huge condolences to anyone that is affected by his death. Um, it's always sad to hear of a loss in, in any community, but especially in our own. So major shout out to him. Oh, no shout. Okay. Well, okay. Damn, Los. Okay. <laughs> Los oh, said fuck that. No, 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 no. No, I just, I mean, I, 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 I thought that you were just kind of doing it like as a general thing. Los says uh, love too. Well, yeah, of, of course, obviously, like anyone who who passes, I have no idea who that is, but yeah, rest in peace, uh, to Snotty Snooty. Wow, Snooty wow, god damn. I, I'm I'm so sorry. I yeah, I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> Moving on, we will go over to someone who everyone knows, and that would be the Aquarius King, the weekend. Now, Abel has recently announced. Or he actually dropped it now, but he is releasing a Dawn FM experience. Um, so this is actually released. It was released on February the 26th, um, just two days ago, actually. It's past weekend. It was released on Prime Video. Um, I actually tried to watch it, but I don't know what the fuck is going on with my Prime Video. I don't know if y'all are having the same issues, but it definitely was not allowing me to see it. I watched the trailer. It still has him um, dressed up as that old man figure of himself with the gray hair the gray afro i mean he's basically having a theatrical uh visual content to his latest album that dropped um once i do get the prime video up i cannot wait to see it um i think that um his recent album or recent project that he dropped i think it's amazing 
Um, it has all these sound infusions of like 70s and just disco music. And it's it's so retro. I mean, The Weeknd never misses for me. But that is just, you know, my opinion. Los, what you got on it? Um, not a weekend fan, but I hope you guys enjoy the experience. Hater with the old man. <laughs> Hater. I mean, you, you said he was dressed up as an old man, so I'm just that's I'm just his saying. theme right now. He's taking us back in time. We're going yeah. back in time. It's such I a little vibe. I love it. I thought if we went back in time, we would be younger, but never mind. What do I know? <laughs> anyway, let's move on to uh another Aquarius. A queen, the Miss Whitney Houston. Uh, we have some news on her. Uh, she's actually going to be having a Broadway special coming up soon. Also, um, there is a biopic that is supposed to be coming out later this year uh, that was authorized, of course. So we're going to get some music there. And then we're also supposed to be getting two more Whitney Houston albums. One is going to be gospel. One is going to be live. Um Kind of excited about this. I really am not a fan of artists that have moved on releasing new music or previously unreleased music unless the songs are kind of finished. Uh, I'm not with the whole, you know, adding this person on the song, adding this producer on whatever, but Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like if it's gospel, uh, it's something that maybe she already had. And of course, if it's a live album, you know, those are already going to be, you know, vocals that were already laid, you know, way back when. So I think that'll be a good thing. I think fans will really enjoy it. Um, I'm really excited about the live album because it's Whitney Houston. Her vocals are, I mean, stellar, you know, (laughs) cannot go wrong at all. So I think that's going to be really, really dope, uh, as well as the Broadway special. And who knows, make it like a hologram or or something. You just just never know. But I think it's going to be pretty dope. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Um, I know we hit on this a little bit before when we were speaking about Aaliyah, her music being released and then adding The Weeknd onto it, which I actually did hear the song Poison. I actually like the song. Um, as you mentioned, it could have did without The Weeknd, but I do like the song. Um, so, yeah, I think with gospel, you can never go wrong in any sense with that, with Whitney Houston, obviously. Um, I would be excited to hear. I'm sure her fans do want to hear more music from her. I just... Um, the biopic, we have gotten on this <laughs> several times. You know, they even touched on it in the Bobby Brown, uh, you know, story. I mean, it's, uh, it's a sensitive topic. You know, Whitney's estate is, they don't seem to be very keen on, you know, drudging up her past, especially with drug use. Um, so I think if it's something that is released and approved by her estate, I think they, you know, I don't think they'll just completely, you know, mitigate that. But mm-hmm. I don't think that they'll be as I don't think they'll be as forthcoming or as diligent or, you know, her love affair with the Robin woman. I don't think all of that will really be spoken upon. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, hey, I mean, it's Whitney. You can do no wrong. This this is true. This is true. Uh, someone else who has been in the headlines Oof. quite heavily, Miss Britney Spears, um, actually got word that. Britney has reportedly secured a $15 million tell-all book deal. Um, (laughs) One of the largest of all time, right behind Obama's, that was $60 million back in 2017. Uh, Britney is supposed to cover, you know, her career, her family life, um, and everything that has happened. Of course, you know, there has been this huge ongoing drama between Britney and her father, who was her conservator, and 
Now she's going back and forth with her sister on social media and her mom. It's just so much. Um, I also seen earlier today where they're talking about having a sit down with Britney Spears or Oprah, much like uh, with what Oprah did with Adele, and then Britney doing a concert. Um, I kind of feel like that could be either good or bad. Uh, if the, the the microphone definitely needs to be off, and the um, recorder needs to be on, if Britney is you know going to be performing, because we know Britney can't sing. Um, but but can I think she? it will be good. I, I think it would be good to kind of see her back on the stage. Hopefully, she still has it in in the in the performance aspect uh, because she was a performer. So we will see. I don't know. I just I, I, just watching Britney's. Um, have several meltdowns on social media. I honestly, and I'm not even trying to be funny, I really feel like she may just need to retire from music completely until she is just like, because I, I don't think she's, I don't think she's ready mentally. The way she's been going back and forth on social media like a child with her sister, I don't feel like she's ready to, to get back. And that's yeah. just my opinion. Um, and I'm going to have to concur in a certain sense. Um, Britney has been all over the place. Um, you know, we all were screaming free Britney, um, during the time of her conservatorship battle, um, that she was going with through her father, just when we learned more about the details and, you know, the certain amount of control that you could have over, a, you know, someone's life, you know, it definitely seemed, you know, pertinent that she be released from that. Um, but that being said, since she has been released, you know, we have seen Britney have, you know, a lot of obscure images and <laughs> you know, depictions on the Internet. It, it really gave us cause for concern in regards to her mental state, um, just to right. be, just to be frank. Uh, and maybe that's who she is now. I mean, that's fine. I mean, shit, I like being naked, too. I ain't mad at you, go. But, um, you know, I would love to see Britney really really brand herself more so i'm not necessarily going to say retire from music because i would also love to see britney get back up on the stage do her thing even if it's just the old classics i mean they were hits they're still hits so hit me baby one more time you know all i would love to oops i did it again i would love to see all that performed again um you know and again i, I concur with you also about the mic thing i just really want to see her dance and hit the moves again you know what i'm saying um you know, God, you know, that would be great. You know, she really does deserve, you know, the Vegas residency. You didn't say it, but that would be awesome if you could see Britney Spears in Vegas, right? That would be dope. Yeah. Be awesome. And I would, I would, uh, I think a lot of fans, you know, would relish in that nostalgia. Um, but I would love to see her more of just as a brand. You know, I would love to see Britney going over into maybe white girl hair products or you know cookware i don't know so whatever just find your lane and 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 run with that shit but i would love to see her just more as a brand um not necessarily i don't necessarily care to hear her release new music or anything of that nature um so uh yeah we're all behind you now this book deal <laughs> britney finna sing like a canary yeah she finna let, let the chopper britney sign. finna let that shit rip um, so pull Jamie Lynn Spears, pull a girl, pull a daddy. Um, she finna let y'all have that shit, bro. Cause you you can already tell. I mean, it's I mean, it's very disheartening though to watch a family, you know, be in such, you know, a heinous era with themselves. I mean, that's it's kind of sad. I mean, right. You know, hopefully they get those things mended and you know, um maybe Britney will find some peace in releasing, you know, this book. But uh, yes. All prayers for the Britney Spears camp. 
I always voted for Christina, but um, we won't we won't get into that. Yeah, we, that's a, that's a different story. Yeah, <laughs> we will get into that because I'm so lost. Like, never mind. I I want to say I've never seen. I've never ever realized Christina Aguilera's last name was really like a Hispanic or Latino thing until lately. Now that's like all she does. Like, you didn't know that. I knew it, but I'm saying she never did anything in correlation with being a Latino or Hispanic person until recently. She was well, definitely was she... whitewashed. There's nothing Brittany ever, I mean, uh, Christine ever did that was like Latino related until now. Yeah, it, it wasn't, but I remember when, when she first came out, maybe with that, because she came out with like a Spanish version, I think of Jeannie was it Gina in a Bottle? Ooh. And then uh, they, were, they were talking like way back then about her doing the Spanish project. Uh, and I think it got like pushed out or pushed back. So that's maybe why she's just not doing it. Maybe she has more control now. Uh, oh, but yeah, they, right now to be a Latino artist. No, that's true too. It is absolutely. Uh, but they, they definitely talked about it before. Well, good to know. I'm sorry. When yeah. she released uh, Genie in a Bottle, uh, I definitely was in third grade because I remember. Um, Jesus. One my, yes, one of my classmates gave me the CD. He thought it made him look gay to listen to Christina Aguilera. I took that bitch and played it out. Uh, moving on, <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. to uh, to Young Dro. By the way, uh, we called him Young Dro, not the actual rapper. Sorry. Moving on. Uh, so, if you guys have been uh, tuned into social media as of last week, um, I think it was on Wednesday. Um, there was a scuffle, a back and forth, if you will, between Meg The Stallion, Tory Lanez, and. DJ Academias. No, nah, I'm joking with DJ Academics. I was um, about to say who? <laughs> I just nicknamed him because he's such trash. <laughs> he's a fucking animal. I just, uh, anyway, if you guys have not been privy, obviously there, you know, has been an ongoing case between, you know, Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, who allegedly shot her in the foot uh, sometime in 2021. Um, there was a whole case developed around this, if you guys do not recall. Um, but um, it's actually going to trial and the, the trial will start in April. Actually, it was postponed until April. Um, DJ Academics felt the need to get, you know, on his social media platform to speak um, in regards to some document leaking saying that Tory's DNA wasn't on the gun or some bullshit like that. Of course, Meg jumped in and said it was all bullshit and live. And why the fuck your trash ass even speaking on this? <laughs> excuse me, even speaking on this, how much did Tory pay you, blah, 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 this and the third. In which case, Tory then hopped in and only added fuel to the fire by saying, you know, you can't lie on Twitter anymore or bullshit your way out of this one. Basically also making the claim that Meg fabricated this entire story because Tory fucked her best or ex-best friend Kelsey at the time. So he made some statement saying good dick will have all this shit going on, some other shit, blah, blah, blah. Um, and a lot, I was really uh, baffled because, you know, it seems that to me, this is my opinion, black women go above and beyond to protect black men, period. And even when the details were coming out initially about the case, you know, Meg did not immediately press charges to have Tory locked up for this shit, if you guys recall that. Right. It only started when he or his publicist or someone from his team put the word out and basically was putting Meg at fault or saying it was all bullshit, whatever the case may be. So let's not forget that minor detail. 
but it just looks so trash that now you have two black men attacking this black woman over a claim. Let's be perfectly clear. Like, who makes up a lie about somebody shooting them? Like, bro, what what does Meg get out of this? Let's just let's just ask that simple question first. What is Meg gonna get out of this of of getting Tory Lane convicted of this crime? What does she get from that? Anyone? Nathaniel. I just I would really like to know. I mean, is it revenge? Does she really want the? She can't really want the nigga that much. Nathaniel, Listen, I'm lost. The man a midget, so. I mean, listen, and she totally has party Fontaine now. Have y'all seen that nigga? He's fucking gorgeous and twice the size of Tory. So let's not bullshit. I'm so lost. But I digress. Of course, all the hoteps and, and fuck niggas in the world just love to oppose Meg and, and really just want to get anything that will pull her down from her reign. Listen, Meg, I, I'm in support of you, Meg. I do not believe that you lying about a nigga shooting you in the foot. I mean, who would? And the fact that that nigga is that short, that that's all he could reach. I mean, it's, it's speak for itself. I vote no. God Trash. Damn. Trash. She was also in the news. Uh, headline. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to weigh in on that? Did you want to <laughs> say how trash Toy was? Or did I cover it? I, 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 not not even, like, I've never, I can't even name a Tory Lane song. So I, I obviously don't give a fuck about him, but. I just need DJ academics just to stay out of people's Stay the fuck out like, of it. It ain't have shit to do with you. Like, yeah, stay, stay out of there, dude. Like, leave that shit alone. Right. And it ain't got nothing to do with you. At all. None and I'm not and I'm not gonna negate Tory's musical ability. I have listened to Tory Lanez. I like his sound. I actually was rooting for Tory until this old Megan thing came out. That's what really kind of took him down on my part. But Tory is a great rapper. I mean, he always has been to me. I love his sound. He definitely has a distinct sound to him. Um, a distinct tone and he can rap in my eyes but you know this is trash on you as a human being so moving on um the other thing uh, that meg was also in the headlines for and even i think dj academics got into it as well with her about was her deal with uh 1501 um if you guys don't know 1501 obviously is uh it's ran by what's his name carl carl wood Carl some anyway he Evelyn Lozada's ex and uh, ex and uh, Carl Crawford that's his name yeah, he's Evelyn Lozada from Basketball Wives he's his uh, that's her uh, baby daddy her ex fiance this and third um, so that's how I heard about him originally was Evelyn hi Lozada. Evelyn she is fucking gorgeous I mean, oh my god rice woman um, moving on but he had uh, put in the Instagram bio of the fifteen oh one records just all the accolades and basically they encompass Meg's accolades as well. She got on to Instagram or Twitter, her social media platform to basically say, you up here wanting to take credit for my accolades when they did shit for me. This said the third, you know, the case was dropped, but you had to be forced. If you guys remember, Meg had a whole case uh, with having her music released last year with them. She actually had to take them to court and she won that case, mm -hmm. um, basically letting her music be released. So she's basically just saying, stop taking credit for shit that you ain't really about. DJ Academics also chimed in. Um, and mentioned about her having this whole trash ass deal that she's getting basically no money from all that, that her money is being cut this way, sideways, and this and the third, and she's barely getting any money from all the deals that she makes. Again, DJ Academics, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, you bumblebee fat turd. Oh. You disgust me. You fucking disgust me. You're a fucking animal. Well, all right. And that's that on that. Now we will go over to greatness. Now, if you guys remember, um, we had a certain guest co-host last week who she shall not be named at this time. Don't do Kelly. 
she would like to diminish the accomplishments, the accolades, the the amazing things that the queen has done. So right now we're going to give it up for the queen. Nicki Minaj has recently tied Rihanna and also the Beatles as having the most hits of all time. This has come recently as she has, or I didn't say most hits, I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you I, correct I, I'm so, Okay, let me, jeez. Are you on the Nicki hate train? Let me rephrase. Nicki's want you to be specific. I'm sorry. Nicki has tied Rihanna for having the most hot 20 hot 100 hits on the Billboard 100 charts. Did I get it right then? Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. This comes in as she has dropped. Uh, do we have a problem as long with busting with rapper Little Baby? And both of them were top 20 hits. Now, she is also the first female rapper to have 20 top 10 hits. She makes history as the first ever woman, or excuse me, first woman ever with 100 Billboard Hot 100 entries. I just want to give a round of applause to the queen. Cricket. If you can't clap, please send emoji applause. Um, I love it. Um, the two tracks that she did release with a little baby. Um, I had a frat brother. He said it most accurately. She's gonna take over the summer, and she will. Um, <laughs> no, not your typical. Um, jealousy. The jealousy. Um, I love to see it. Um, I think this is an amazing accolade. Um, you know, Nikki didn't make this comment because do we have a problem? Entered the charts at number two. And she made a comment saying, I don't have to be number one. I am number one. Um, mm. Now, I do want to point that out, uh, Nikki. You do need to win number one to be number one. But I digress. I mean, you're still a bad bitch. You got my vote. And you're one of the best rappers alive. Mm. Top five. Oh. So let me, let me say this really quick, please. And if it's not giving Nikki her things, then please keep it. Because let's oh, be very okay. clear. If Nikki okay. was a man... We would all be saying Nikki is who top is we three with, in the world, we? just in the world. Who a lot of we times now? we're not giving. A lot of times she said it best. A lot of times men don't give her her props because they feel it's gay to give to say a woman's five. Like you who ain't gonna catch no hood nigga bumping Nicki Minaj, even though you could. I mean, who's we? we? Got five tracks. I'm just stating facts, sir. Who's we? Put so yourself where you put yourself we, where you need to be. We put. we all know. Yeah, I don't even really like rap like that. So if she was a man, I probably still would not listen to her. Um, another thing is, let me tell you something. I used to bump the fuck out of Lil Kim, Foxy Brown, Eve. Yeah, so that that is not true. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Nicki Minaj, forty-two entries, Tyriana, blah 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 blah. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Let's talk about. Bussin. <laughs> Bussin, which debuted at number two, which was a really good thing. So shout out to her for that. That, that was a good thing. Even though I think the other song was, no, not Bussin. The Do We Have a Problem debuted at number two. I thought the other song was better, which I did say that on here. Um, but anyway, um, let's talk about it debuting at number two and then the next week it being number 32. That's kind of uh, not a good thing. So you need to tell your your friends, uh, you you your bar people, that y'all need to uh, continue to ride for your people, her your your girl since so she's so great. Oh God, nigga, I say that to say, I say that to say because we had this conversation. I think about Lil Nas X, and I think he had one of his songs from his um his album Montero. I can't remember what song it was, 
But um, I think it, it debuted at like maybe like number two, and I said, "Time is gonna tell if this is really a good song or not." I said because we're gonna see how long it's gonna stay at the top ten. It stayed at the top ten forever. I said, "Well, people really fuck with this song. This is a really good song. It's it's showing you, Nicki Minaj, not oh, so much." Yeah. Oh yeah, they call me by your name. In, in, um, anytime you debut that high and you fall out of the not the top ten, not the top twenty, you ain't even in the top thirty no more. That's trash. Uh, even her first Billboard Hot 100 with um, number one with uh, whoever that fucking colored hair man is debuted at number one. The next week it was number thirty six. That's that's some trash ass shit. The song Say So remix with. Um, Doja. Doja Cat, which almost didn't get number one. Uh, they almost took it away because the they counted the remix with the original song was number one one week, and then the song was non-existent on the charts the next week. So I'm just saying, like, if this woman is this good, like y'all saying, then, you know, we would see some, you know, I mean, Anaconda debuted at number two, and it was high for a long time. So I'm Ooh, saying when she started doing stuff video. like that again, when she starts mm-hmm. doing stuff like that again, then I mean, you know, I feel like she'll get, she'll get, she should get her, her correct props. But uh, I mean, you know, Aretha Franklin had I don't know how many Hot 100 hits, and this was prior to the streaming era. So you know, I, I just and, and this is the same thing for like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has over 100, but Taylor Swift is more so a streaming artist. So I'm just not going to jump up and down because shit if. If during the streaming era, if you're able to land your whole album in the Hot 100, of course you go add numbers up like crazy, you know, just like the whole top 20 thing with uh, Nicki having uh, 20 top 10 hits. I think Cardi is like 17 to 18. Cardi hasn't even been out half the time that Nicki has, but she's out during the streaming era. Right. So it's kind of like, well, you know. It's just I don't know. I, I'm all I'm the I'm I'm the person who am, is I'm old school and you're I'm old school. And I was just about to say, yep, and that's streams. right. And that is to um, no fault of the artist. That's just a development. Oh no, yeah, it's not them at all. Yeah. It's, it's not it's not the artist at all. But the thing about that is, your work is going to speak for itself. Absolutely. So so you're going to do one of them. You know, Adele, not with her last album she released, but when she released twenty five. She did not release it on streaming service. She released it only physical copies and digital copies. You had to actually buy it. She sold over 3 million copies in one week in America, not the world, in America. The yeah. next week, she sold over a million copies. The next week, she sold over a million copies. That is work speaking for itself. Absolutely. I think even Joe Budden was sitting on that. He was speaking on his podcast recently and was saying how, you know, we don't have any superstars anymore. Um, And he mentioned Adele, like he was like with Adele's songs, you have to physically go get them. Like you would have to go get that. And he was mentioning the fact, like, who do we have that is a superstar now or these in these times that we have now? Yeah, it's just, you know, it's just different. I kind of feel like that is it's, it's unfortunate. But like I said, you do you do have artists who can debut high and they can still ride their way. Do a leaper. Look how long Levitating has been on the fucking charts. That song came out October of 2020. That shit is still charting right now. It is one of the longest, I think the longest charting song by a female artist. 
So it's like one of those things like, okay, yeah, I, I absolutely love the song, but that song is, is standing its motherfucking ground. Like, that motherfucker ain't going nowhere. Uh, I think The Weeknd, and I'm not a Weeknd fan, but his song, Save Your Tears, that motherfucker tried it forever, and I think it's still trying. So it's just like one of those things like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you go debut high, but if your shit is really good, not only is streaming going to keep going or the sales going to keep going, radio is going to keep pushing your shit, these department stores, all this, DJs, everybody's going to continue to play it. So Absolutely. that's my whole thing. And then he also released a remix with that with Ariana Grande, which also helped the song as well. Um, right. was very high trading, of course, with Ariana Grande. In it. So you're right. I'm not negating anything you say. Yeah, so I just... You know, I, I know after she debuted, she had said that Billboard had changed something up. And Nikki has never really been one of those people that's really been big on streaming because streaming doesn't pay artists as well. But with, with saying that in the same breath to say, streaming can keep you very relevant. So it's just like, you know, yeah, that, that two is not number one. Two is amazing, though. To debut at number two, that is fucking amazing. But you still, your, your music is going to speak for itself. You don't have to, to make a comment saying, well, this, that, and the third, this changed. Like, just let the music talk. That's if the true. music is good, it's going to stand the test of time. And that is no shade at her. That's no shade at nobody. Because, like I said, we had the conversation about Lil, Lil Nas X, who, someone else, I'm not a fan of his music. But shit, he put that shit out, and the shit rolled the motherfucking wave. And that is just me saying, like, if your shit is good and people fucking with it, it's it's go it's gonna be out there. That's just yeah. what it is. All of that. Well, we also say all of this to give Nicki Minaj her thing. So this is an amazing accolade that you have accomplished, Nikki. Um, so congrats to the queen. We vote yes. Moving on. Uh this pains me. NBA Young Boy versus Lil Dirk versus NLE Chopper, also apparently. Um, I know you have no clue who these people are more than likely, Los. <laughs> um, I know because I do. Fuck, of course, y'all know I fuck with uh, Young Boy NBA or NBA Young Boy, whichever way it goes. Um, him and Lil Dirk obviously have been getting into it. If you guys have not noticed, um, they have been going back and forth doing diss tracks, also posting social media posts. Um, I don't know what it's about. All I know is recently it's gotten even more heavier because – Young Boy NBA uh, released a diss track, and it basically not only dissed Lil Durk, but it also uh, dissed Lil Durk's fiance India, also Gucci Mane, who did a track called Rumors with Lil Durk, um, and several other people. He also dissed uh, Lil Bootsy, Apple, um, Chinese Kitty, who I also I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> basically, this is I guess it's just rap beef. I, I just wanted to make an honorable mention of it because I I could it's way too much. Like anytime I read up on it or like. Looked at this, it's way too much back and forth. It's, it's way too much young people shit. I just want to end it by saying this: please, nobody shoot nobody. Please, nobody kill anyone. If you're gonna keep it at rap beef, keep it at rap beef. That's perfectly fine. That's healthy. Um, we love to see that, but please don't make this a serious thing. Let's let's really not do that. I'll yeah, that. I agree. I don't know the people, but I agree one hundred percent. Nothing is, is is not that damn serious. You're in the industry. You have a name for yourself, obviously, because Absolutely. people are talking about you. Ride your wave. Keep doing your thing. Fuck a hater. Fuck what somebody said. Fuck this shit. Just keep doing what you do. Make your I mind to take care of your kids. Don't they, NBA young, young boy got like a thousand kids. 
He has nine kids, and I think Lil Durk has eight. So yeah, a thousand. So yes, yeah. way too much. So focus on that, niggas, please. And Ellie Chopper, I don't know what you got going on. I don't. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yes, moving on. So uh, last week we did talk about the first episode of the Genius documentary by Kanye West. Uh, they did go ahead and release part two. Uh, did you get to check it out, AD? Did you get to check out any of it? I've checked out the first episode. As y'all know, man, I'm not a big Easy fan at the moment right now. He is really just blowing me with this whole, you know, Kim divorce thing. So I really haven't been that into it. From what I have seen in the first documentary, I love to see, you know, they're showing footage with him and his mom, him back in Chicago, him emerging on the scene as this hot, you know, young producer um, that really made it big when he started producing for Jay-Z. Um, I... Honestly, if it wasn't so much shit going on with Kanye right now, obviously I would have finished it by now. But I'm just, man, I'm just so annoyed with Kanye right now. But I've heard great things about the doc. What do you say about it? Understandable. You know, I'm I'm a huge Kanye fan. And I am, uh, of course, frustrated with him as well. You know, Kanye was the first ever person on our show to get Dummy of the Week back to back. (laughs) um, Super, super frustrated with Kanye. Um, but I, I still love like I, I'm I'm still a huge Kanye fan. Um, the part two of the documentary was just as good as part one. Uh, it starts to, you know, uh, show his growth from like the car accident with his his mouth being wired, uh, him getting the wires taken off, him busting up in the Rockefeller Studios, him um, meeting up with Pharrell and Ludacris, letting them hear different songs, um, him and Jamie Foxx talking about slow jams more footage with him and his mother. It just kind of like shows his growth as um, a producer, but also an artist as well. So mm. it's kind of like going on down the line. Uh, I, I think the documentary is 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 phenomenal. I, I tell anybody like I did last week, for people who are not Kanye fans, I still think you should watch the documentary uh, because, you know, with things like this, you just never know what type of situation can help you. You know, if you are having an issue like with your mom or you missing your mom like Kanye, I would recommend watching it because the relationship between him and his mama, oh my God, like your your mother is, is rapping your shit. She that. is literally your number one fucking fan. She is like riding hard for you. This shit is so dope to watch. Yes, it, I, I'm I'm still mad as motherfucker at Kanye, but the documentary is good. So if it, again, if you guys get a chance to check it out, check out part two. It is on Netflix, and I think part three will be released this week. So I am looking forward to finishing up that trilogy. Trilogy, trilogy, trilogy. Yes, sir. So moving right along, um, and I, I <laughs> Ad, you may know who this is, but I do not. Young Blue. Versus Tank, uh, Young Blue, from what I've seen, is a new R&B artist. Yeah, he was on um, that. So he's on uh, Her's album, that song Paradise. That's the only reason I know his name. You know that song Paradise off Her's album? Now, is this, so you know Her's came out with all these projects. Are you referring to her, like her official album? The official one with Hard to Love and, and Paradise and Comfortable with Chris Brown. Okay, yeah. See, I, I didn't I didn't really like it. I've heard it. I, I think either. I've heard it one time, but I have songs that I like that I listen to, but I don't think it's one with him. He's on that song called Paradise. I'm, I'm sure you like that song. 
No, yeah, I don't. Mm-mm. Yep, moving on. <laughs> but uh, anyway, him and Tag have been into it because people on Twitter um calling him like the new R&B king and Tank got on there and kind of chimed in and did like some <laughs> LOL type shit, which is, you know, typical Tank. Tank, tank just go... He go he go stay with the fuck you want to stay, which I mean you should be able to. My thing with this is um because there, there's a couple of things. Number one, uh, I kind of feel like this younger generation, you guys have got to stop putting these king and queen and goat titles on people who just not coming out. They got a long way to fucking go. They have a long way to go. Young Blue has a long way to go. Jaquise definitely uh we're not even gonna get on him. He that that was a joke in itself to even call him the RB King or whatever the hell they were saying about him. Now Tank, um a lot of people have been upset with Tank because of the whole like COVID vaccine thing and him being against it and stuff like that. So that's kind of like working working with working against him twice because a lot of people in the industry haven't one, one, been wanting to work with him recently because of his stance <laughs> on that. So, you know, um, I don't know. That That's a completely different story. Um, Tank is and has been in the R&B game forever. Years. He started singing Decades. background for, yes, for Aaliyah and Genuine. He has written for everybody. He has hits under his belt. Um, Tank has put the work in. And he's to be respected for that. And, and that's just what it is. I mean, you know, sometimes, the, and, and, and y'all know, there's a lot of artists I don't like. But if someone has put the work in, I'm going to give them their things. Absolutely. You know, you're not, you're not going to be able to come. There's like this new girl, Seth Vincent's come out, her name's Kitty Cat, and she just starts like, saying oh? she's the queen of rap. I'm, I'm just one example. Oh, I she was like. saying she's like the queen of rap and blah, 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 blah. And then she starts, this is Nicki Minaj. I don't like Nicki Minaj, but but so you know, you the queen is... to Nicki Minaj. Come on now, this woman has she's put in work, she is huge, she's been huge, and you just not coming on the scene. So you can't you you can't take that away from you can't take it away from her. Period. So you can't take anything away from Tank. Again, like I said, it's it's the it's this new generation, they just do it so much. People have a long way before they need to get these statuses. Absolutely. I was they lost. have a long way to go. I don't know um, why y'all think oh. Go ahead. You still riding on her? Yeah, no. I, I was just gonna say, like, y- 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 you have to stop that. People have to put the work in. I, I, this young blue person, I don't. Does he even have an album? Again, I've only heard him on that one song with her. That's it. And I do love the song, but I digress. Yeah, I don't know where y'all young people are getting off on this shit with it, but y'all gotta sit the fuck down, bro. You need to know your history. If you don't know your history, you won't have a future. Right. What I this saw from it. Too. What I saw from it was there were posts going on between, um, you know, Tank, he had, or Young Blue had posted uh, text messages between him and Tank, and Tank was asking him to be on a track, and he wasn't responding, this, that, and the third. Look, at the end of the day, it would be a fucking honor for you to be on any track with Tank, nigga. Right. Have some fucking respect about yourself and know the fucking game. Um, this is true. And and Tank, I, okay, no, I'm sorry, go ahead. Nah, I just I don't understand the need to disrespect your predecessors in the game. It 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 doesn't make you look good. 
Um, and, and maybe you, obviously the younger generation, maybe y'all don't know what tank has contributed or what tank has done because mm -hmm. y'all think people have to be just like popping, popping all the time. Yes. But yes, bro, yes, a lot yes. of these artists, you know, while they may not be on the scene in the exact same light that they were before still are contributing to music and have contributed vastly, you know, to music as a whole, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I think of artists like Neo, you know, or Carrie Hilson, you know, People love to diminish their talents, but you know they. While they may have started out as songwriters, they were huge artists at one point in time, and even to this day, still contribute to music in great ways. But those were great, huge artists. Tank was a very big artist, even just as a solo act and on his own. You know, aside from starting out as a songwriter and background singer, he was a huge artist, huge. Yeah. And it would be a a major benefit to you, young man, to actually be working with someone who has that much um intelligence in the music industry don't cheat yourself don't fuck yourself out of a good thing what right. is it don't kick a don't kick a gift horse in the dick i think that's the term is that it i have no clue don't kick a horse in the that dick. sounds like period. some alabama shit that you learned from back in the day you could be right <laughs> but no what i was gonna, I, I was actually gonna say the same thing that you said uh tank may not be one of these bobby browns or ushers or no one as big as that but that does not mean that he doesn't deserve the credit because Absolutely. he's an incredible songwriter uh, and even incredible, more incredible artist. And he has put the work in for years. Again, this man started out as a background singer. Do you know Mariah Carey started out as a background singer? You know Mary J. Blige started out as a background singer? Kelly Price started out as a background singer. Madonna started out as a dancer, a background dancer. Like there, there's, there's so many people who have started out just like he has and he's still in the game. No, he doesn't sell all these millions upon millions upon millions of records, but he is still put the work in. So again, like, you guys have got to chill, man. Like, let Young Blue put in the work. Let him show us, okay, this man could kind of be around for a minute because I, I, I just, I, I don't see it happening. Uh, holler at me about 30 more years and we'll see if we're still talking about it because Tank literally, I have been following Tank since the 90s again when he was singing background for Ali and Genuine. He's still around. So I mean, I'm just saying. He's okay. put the work in. So young blue, um, just go somewhere, sit down, pull your pants up. Yeah, audits. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Pull your uh, goddamn pants up. <laughs> speaking of uh RB legends, motherfucker Jasmine Sullivan, man. Send prayers out to her. She has tested positive for COVID and she had to cancel the tour for a few dates. Um, so sending good vibes and positive energy to her. Hopefully that she gets well soon and um, gets back on the road, man, because when she gets to Houston, I'm going to still try to go to that show. So get well soon, Jazzy. Absolutely, absolutely. Well wishes to Jazz. Um, when she even spoke about, you know, obviously releasing her tour dates and concert, it took over the internet. People are dying to hear Jasmine in person. Obviously, I mean, her vocals are just, you know, stellar. Um, so I'm sure a lot of fans are disappointed, you know, that they are not going to be able to see her live at this time. But, you know, of course, we do understand in the times that we are in, um, you know, health comes first. So we are praying right. for a healthy and speedy recovery for Jasmine and as well as her team and her tour team as well. Absolutely. Now, with that being said, we have another R&B diva that is in the news currently. Um, this is actually happening as we speak right now. I haven't checked in on it recently, but Tayana Taylor took to the internet recently to address the viral TikTok video that is going on 
Um, so if you guys have not seen it, there was a, I guess a vlogger or a TikTok lady. Anyway, she <laughs> made this video. It had in the background, you know how Tayana Taylor showed us her house and how it's like 2D or whatever. It had that in the background. And she was basically going through a storyline of her being an assistant for Tayana in the past um, that Tayana um, was distressed about Iman Shumpert, which is her husband, cheating on her and uh, also speaking about Tayana using drugs and that they found Tayana in the bathroom. And that's why she was in the hospital in November when she made a post. Tayana took to the Internet swiftly to discredit these these accusations. And to also say that these bloggers will make up anything for a story, which we know that to be a fact. Um, I'm just not buying it. I mean, in the video, the woman didn't specifically name Tiana, but she did state, you know, there was an entertainer or an artist that had two daughters who also had a husband on Dancing with the Stars. So, I mean, that could be one out of one. Right. <laughs> So we see that what you're inferring. I'm not going to buy it. Um, I don't see it at all. Uh, one, I mean, I don't think either one of them has a reason to cheat. I mean, look at them. I'll leave it at that. Moving on, I, I'm not buying it. I think it's outrageous when bloggers or, you know, these, uh, you know, clickbait pages make all this uh, inaccurate content just to, you know, pull people to their stories. I think it's really trash and it really does a disservice to the artist. I agree. And to the public, for that matter, for misinformation. Um, Tayana, we stand by you, Queen. Um, I'm not buying it. So moving on. Moving on. And we will move right on to Thugger Thugger. Now, if you guys do not know, um, we are in the beginning stages of what seemed to be or could possibly be a war. Um, earlier of last week, um, it was actually seen that Russia had started to make advances um, into Ukraine and think into one of, if it's not their capital city, one of their major cities, I think it's Eve, I can't pronounce it. Um, regardless, um, I'm sure you guys have seen they blew up the international airport. Um, there are tanks that are riding through Ukraine that are Russian. Um, Ukrainian citizens are, are you know evacuating the city and the premises. Um, in, in record light waves, as understandably as it can be. We want to start off first by, you know, sending our thoughts and prayers, you know, to the Ukrainian citizens, you know, anyone that's being affected by this period. Um, this is, this is just, I don't want to say unbelievable because we know Putin is a dick, but I didn't, I, I guess it's just difficult to see in real time. Um, you know, if you guys are unaware, Ukraine is home to so many resources and minerals and vital entities that really are fueling the world, not just America. And if you guys don't believe me, obviously you have seen gas prices rise. So please understand it's a real thing. Um, I say all that to say recently, we did see some positivity come out. Um, there have been very... Uh, disturbing videos that have gone viral of black Ukrainian citizens or, or black Africans or people in Ukraine that are being treated like third class, not first class, not second class, but third class citizens um, in regards to evacuation. Um, there are videos showing or depicting images or and videos also of them not allowing black women and men onto the trains to evacuate the city. They are allowing children to go first, women second, and then white men to go third, leaving us blacks in the back. 
I was absolutely mortified and disgusted when I saw this shit. Um, I cannot believe that even in times of peril that these motherfuckers can still find a way to be truly trash-ass, racist scumbags and pieces of shit. But yet they did. And in light of that, Thugga Thugga, as I digress and go back to his greatness, he is actually making a post and requesting that other rappers join in in conjunction with him to send aid to get Africans out of Ukraine. And I love it. I absolutely fucking love it. I immediately smiled when I saw this post because we have to take care of each other. It is as simple as that. We have to do the work and those who are able to do so should do so. And someone like Young Thug taking a stand and actually wanting to do whatever he's capable of to save these black people in this, you know, war-ridden area, I I mean it's truly commendable. Truly commendable, man. I applaud you, brother. Yeah, hopefully more people jump on board and um and get the ball rolling, man. You know, they they do have the money and they have the resources. Um, people even, you know, bigger than young thug can do it. So yeah, I think they need to go ahead and jump on it and and get the work done, man. Absolutely. I hope so. Again, our thoughts and prayers are with, you know, everyone that's being affected by this, including ourselves. God damn it. Good Lord, the gas prices. Um, so that being said, right now, we're going to take a break, but we will be back to you and return with more for for the record podcast. Yes, sir. What's happening in? Yo, it's your boy AD, one of your co-hosts for For The Record. Yo, check me and my boy Loso out as we discuss music in the windows, pop culture, great music, and who your mama and them used to bump back in the day. Yo, so check out For The Record podcast. New episodes dropping every Wednesday. All right? Peace. Hello, people. It's Loso, and we're back. Hey, welcome back, people. We love to see you. Looking ass. And we are back with our anniversaries section of the show now during this section we always just kind of give a quick shout out to albums that have um that are selling celebrating the anniversary during this time so i'm going to kick us off with fan mail fan mail uh, is an album by tlc it was actually their third album released in 1999 it was also uh, their last album with lisa left out lopez um yeah, that album um, was pretty huge. Sold a little bit over 300,000 copies in the first week. Um, got nominated for several Grammys. Um, it's like six times platinum in the United States. Um, that album had singles on there. Started with No Scrubs, which is still one of huge. the biggest, biggest, biggest songs. Yes. And um, shout out to Candy and uh, Tiny from Tiny. Escape for writing that. That was amazing. Yes. They still yes, getting checks off that shit, boy. Yeah, they are. They're most definitely still getting. Um, so we had No Scrubs. We had Unpretty, which was a amazing That's song cool. that um, helped so many people just battling with different things. I mean, the, the title Unpretty speaks volumes. Um, and that, this is one of those albums that was kind of like uh, very futuristic. Uh, you can actually listen to it today and it'll still kind of sound current. Yep. Um, one of my favorite songs on that album, of course, um, was Good at Being Bad. I really, really did like that song. Um, and I like Silly Ho too. That was another dope one. <laughs> Fan, I mean, Silly Ho. You Silly Ho? Awesome, awesome album. Unbox loved Unpretty, though. I remember that music video coming out. I mean, it was just so. It's really one of those songs, like you said, that really could help a lot of people and really speak right. to the test of time. But 
absolutely amazing album. I remember the artwork. It did look futuristic. Uh, and mm-hmm. Definitely big RP to Lisa Leslie. I mean, Lisa Lefta Lopez. Shout out to Lisa Leslie too, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, Fan Mail turned 23 years old this week. So huge shout out. Um, let's see. Another one we have is going to be uh, Ray of Light, my Madonna. Ray of Light turns 24. Now, Ray of Light um, uh, was Madonna's seventh album. It was kind of Madonna's, let me see how I want to put it for, like an updated person. So you know how like Rihanna has anti, and anti is completely different from her other work. It's kind of like anti everything that Rihanna was, and she just kind of like did her own thing. This is kind of like what Ray of Light was. Uh, It was like psychedelic, trip hop. Uh, had like a Middle Eastern vibes. Madonna was like even singing, singing different, sounding different, everything with this album. Uh, broke down so many barriers. It just kind of showed like Madonna at her, I feel like, at her peak as an artist. Um, very, very, very different album for Madonna. Um, just all these like different genres on it and um, again, she was just kind of like, I feel like in her element, she was just like really herself with this album. Really did like it. Of course, she had the single that was Ray of Light. Another one that was really, really huge and probably one of my favorites from the album is going to be Frozen. Um, if you guys haven't heard that album, go check it out. You know, I love me some Madonna make you holla. Uh, she, Madonna, was, she wasn't really on that. Uh, you know, Madonna's one of those sexy just overly sexy type people it's, 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 it's natural she was really really chill on this um on this re- record it seems like she was really focused more on the music so that's why i kind of compared it to or i guess i guess i should compare anti to it since it's older but um that's why i kind of compared it to that because rihanna was really all about the music and the artistry on the whole uh thing with anti so it's going to be it's going to be really, really cool once Rihanna comes back to see what she does after that. Because, you know, even if Anti is her artistic peak, I feel like we'll still be happy because everyone loves that album. But, you know, she could always go beyond that. Uh, because, I mean, hell, it has been, what, six years since we got a new record. So, you know, we never know. Nor do we care. We just want it. Shit. Give us whatever. Wah, wah, wah. What's your wah, wah, wah? Listen, I and it's so crazy because I will literally go back and just listen to even old Rihanna albums. I've been playing Rude Boy on repeat for some fucking reason, but that shit be going hard in the gym. I don't know what it is. But yeah, I dec- I mean, Rihanna can do no wrong. And and obviously, shout out to Madonna for her greatness as well. She's a white queen. Moving on. So let, me, let me say this really quick. A lot of people don't know this and they'll probably gonna be surprised. I absolutely hate the song Rude Boy. We need not even go further. You're I could not stand it. I, I love could not the stand video. The, so, the video mean, is amazing. Bro. The video is amazing. The video is amazing. I love it. And it's so great because anytime I've been to a Caribbean country, they don't never play that shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> God damn it, Jamaica. That is what I want to hear. That is for y'all. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk to Rude Boy and ask him why they're not saying the shit. But they're not playing the maniac. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Finally, we have Brandy's album, The Vocal Bible. Um, we're actually going to speak of her album, Full Moon. This is her third studio album. It was released uh, March 5th of 2002. 
a huge album. I remember uh, the actual song Full Moon. I remember that was always number one on 106 and Park. That shit played over. I loved it over and over and over and over. I absolutely loved it. Um, it actually sold 156,000 copies in its first week. Um, it's certified platinum, um, selling over a million copies in the U.S. I mean, it was actually nominated uh, for a Grammy Award for Best Contemporary R&B Album. Um, there were also a couple other tracks off of that, such as What About Us, which is actually a very, very dope song as well. And also He Is. Um, amazing album. Um, it was released four years after her you know, major drop, I Never Say Never. Um, and it was really, you know, just a, a life-changing time for Brandy. I think she was pregnant at the time with her daughter, Soraya. Mm -hmm. Um, you could actually see her being pregnant in the video, but they kind of covered it pretty well. Um, it was off of her show, Malisha Ending. Um, I think at this time she was also, either she had started or she was about to start filming that movie, uh, movie Double Platinum with Diana Ross, um, which is a huge fucking accolade. If you guys do not understand who the fuck Diana Ross is, you need to know who the fuck Diana Ross is, people. And she's not just Tracy Ellis Ross's mom. <laughs> so, I mean, this was a great time. I mean, I don't know why people act like they don't know, but Brandy was the it girl. Literally for probably about almost a shit, at least almost a decade. But I would say between like 1995 or 96 to like 2004. Like, yeah, isn't that about right? Yeah. Brandy was, yeah, Brandy was running yeah. shit. Yeah, give it a take. I agree. Yeah, Brandy was really running shit, bro. I mean, y'all say this and everything, but what other artist had a major television show that lasted for like seven seasons? That's a huge thing on top of doing music at the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. And movies. I mean, please, this is the only Cinderella that we do recognize. I mean, who else? Major thing. She was in I, I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. I mean, Brandy has done such such major things and um i'm glad to see that she's starting to get more and more for accolades but brandy has done so much so many yeah. things and so a uh, huge shout out to her man we love it yes sir. now we're gonna get into the new music also for the week um so we had a few albums drop a couple um starting off with the yak attack kodak black he dropped back for everything. Um, I must say, I'm very impressed with the album. I love it. Um, the song Usain Boo is uh, definitely one of his uh, biggest hits off of this album. Um, he also has a song Purple Stamps, I think is a good little vibe. Uh, but he really gets into you know where he is currently. Um, he really is speaking uh, about, you know, being a father, you know what I'm saying? And really grinding, working for his thing. He has a song called Grinding All Season. Um, even the title track back for everything. I mean, I, I just think he did a great job. Um, I love it. I didn't really skip too many songs off of it. I, obviously the major hit that he has on this album, super gremlin, um, which is still hitting the charts pretty heavily and it's really making its way, uh, and making its rounds with people. Um, I think he did a great job. I'm, I'm pleased to hear it, man. Great project. Okay, cool. So of course I haven't heard it, but I do yep, still love head. that, um, super gremlin song. So. Yeah, that's probably all this. Unless I hear something in the club or something like that. <laughs> but um, another new album we have is going to be from Robert Glasper. He released his Black Radio 3 album. Uh, if you don't know who Robert Glasper is, he is a pianist, a producer, and a songwriter. He um, has came out with uh, two previous albums, Black Radio 1 and 2. On his third installment, uh, he has uh, D Smoke, Yeba, Layla Hathaway, PJ Morton, uh, her music soul child, just to name a few. Um, 
great, great compilation album. It's kind of like a little jazzy R&B soul feel. So it's one of those albums you can literally play Saturday, Sunday, during the day while you're cleaning up or just kind of like chilling around the house. So, uh, yeah, and I actually saw him live. He performed um, during the Super Bowl concert back when Super Bowl was here in Houston. Uh, so I seen him. He went on before Solange, and he uh, is even amazing live. His band is. So, yeah, check out that Robert Glass spy. Nice. Robert Glass spy. Shout out to him. Um, we're finally going to wrap this out with Avril Lavigne. And if you guys don't know the white rock and roll queen, uh, Love Sucks has been her recent project that is released. Um, I thought it was amazing. Um, Avril, I'm very impressed. I downloaded the entire song. I mean, entire album. I think it's vinyl worthy. Um, it definitely infuses all of her sounds back from her 2003 era um, or 2001 era, I should say, and just really puts it forth in a in the same light. I mean, it sounds like time has stood still with Avril. I'll just say it like that. And it, it's great. Um, she has a lot of great tracks on here. Cannonball, which is the first track off of it. I absolutely loved it. Deja Vu is another really good one. Avalanche, Dare to Love Me. I mean, it's just like a love ballad, like rock ballad. I loved it. Um, she has um, also some features going on with um, Travis Parker. I mean, Travis Barker, excuse me, from uh, Blink-182. Um, I just thought she did an amazing job, man. I was very impressed. Okay, cool. I still have to check that one. I did check out the single uh, when it was released, and I really liked that, so I still have to check that album out. Excellent. So let's see. Now, we have a few singles that actually came out, uh, one being... Miss Doja Cat mm. and Tiger, uh, they released a song and video um, this week called Freaky Deaky. Um, <laughs> now, again, you know, with me, the thing with Doja Cat, I've, I've never been a big Doja Cat fan. She has some songs that I like. This was actually pretty cool. It's giving me summer vibes. It's about to be spring. Yes. I kind of feel like it's the perfect song to start in the spring, head into the summer. I feel, I feel like this is her thing. Um, you know, when she released the song... Um, Kiss Me More with Scissor. That song, of course, still used to this day, but last year, you just heard that song everywhere. It's just such a feel-good, like, refreshing song, like, here at the beach, um, just taking a walk outside in the park, anywhere. It just kind of gives you that feel-good, sunny outside vibes. This song does the same thing. Um, it gives me, you know, retail store vibes as well, which is which can be a good thing, you know, for artists having their songs play like that, but I, I actually did enjoy the song. Absolutely. Well, look, I'm all for it, man. Doja Cat, as I've mentioned time and time again, she is the it girl right now. Um, so I love that she's, you know, even off of the tales of her, uh, you know, last album plan of her, you know, still being, you know, obviously a great album. She's obviously right back into her working phase, releasing new music. And I mean, it's like she's not stopping. There's no let up. Um, so I love to see it. Moving on, there was a release. King by Florence and the Machine. If you guys don't know, I'm a huge Florence and the Machine fan. Um, I love her just wispy sound. It just sounds just so uh, sultry and just uh, just a flow of Bob. Um, I love the track. Um, I think it's you know kind of an empowering song. You know, she's saying she's not I'm, I'm not a woman, I'm not a wife or whatever, but I'm a king. And she's basically trying to let you know she's a bad bitch. Give these women the respect and the things they fucking deserve. Okay. <laughs> I didn't like the song. Oh, you animal. Yeah, I didn't like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Flo. I, I wasn't I wasn't feeling the flow. Yeah, and I was really excited when I went to the new music page. I know, right? It's her name. Was coming out. I was like, oh shit. 
So I was excited and I was just like, mm mm. Yeah, yeah, no. I think I made it like maybe through half of the song. I was like, yeah, I can't do this. Yikes. Mm-mm. So, I mean, it's all good though. I still like Florence in the Machine, but just not feeling fit- the new song. Gotcha. Well, it's the best we can hope for. Moving on. Aha! Or aha, I guess. Uh-huh. I don't know. Now you added a lot with that. <laughs> we know Lil Durk ain't that ain't, ain't doing all that now. But anyway, I digress. Aha or Aha was dropped by Lil Durk. This is also in correlation with his beef with the uh, young boy NBA. Um, I love the song. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a huge Lil Durk fan, but he has these little zingers every now and again that I can kind of bang with. Um, I like the track. I think it's a dope song. Um. Again, just keep it at rap beef. Don't make this a thing. Please don't let anybody get shot. I mean, let Young Dolph be enough for right now. Like, if y'all didn't learn anything from that, please. Like, let's just, now is not the time. There are not enough of us to be murdering one another. So let's just chill All on right. that. So moving on. I agree 100%. So um, we've came to the highlight of our show where we give, of course, the roses to someone also very well-deserving. Absolutely. And we also give the dummy to someone who is just as deserving. Which one that. you so, want to get? Which one you want to go first? Uh, like, which one see. you want to get? I mean, the dummy or the roses? Do you want to? I mean, I don't. You know, I guess I'll start with the dummy. We'll save the the good the good for last because okay. the roses, you know, that's very well deserving. So I'll go ahead and give the dummy to this person. Um, I chose this person um, because of what recently happened. If you guys are familiar with uh, Celebrity Big Brother, it's basically where they have like, I think maybe 11 celebrities staying in the house for like over a certain period of time. They play these games and uh, basically someone at the end ends up winning. Um, They did start off doing just like a Big Brother thing, which is like regular everyday people, but they have like a celebrity version. Um, And I'm giving the dummy of the week this week to Mr. Todrick Hall. Now, Todrick, if you guys remember, started off uh, on American Idol a long time ago. Um, since then, Todrick has um, went viral, like doing these Target commercials, McDonald commercials. He's came out with albums. He's been on Broadway. He's been seen with um, Taylor like Taylor Swift. Like he has really, long literally long. made a name from made a name from himself. So uh, on this show. Some of these people like know each other in real life, um, and actually, you know, friends in real life. And earlier this week, he had made uh, a comment, um, against Tamar Braxton, who is someone who he was, you know, friends with. I think Tamar was like on his project that he that he released, and he was basically saying something to the fact that you know, Tamar lets her mouth get her in trouble most of the time, mm-hmm. which you know, I mean. If you know Tamar, then you kind of know. <laughs> um, so we're not going to say, I, I'm, I'm going to say he's not wrong, but with mm-hmm. that being your friend, that's not really something I feel like you should just be kind of putting out there. You know, uh, that's not that's the conversation you need to have with your friend because Tamar really seemed really thrown off and she seemed really hurt by it. But she was just like, you know, she couldn't talk to him at the time because they were at the house. So she was like, I'm going to wait and talk to my friend face-to-face. She was like, I want to have a face-to-face conversation to see why that was even something that was wrong up, because it was like something that was just like totally out of the blue. Yeah. Um, somebody else that had like a a, a friendship was uh, Lamar Odom and Todrick Hall. Not sure how the how they knew each other previously, but they had a, a previous friendship, you know, from them actually being on the show. 
Um, and Lamar was really hurt by Todrick Hall as well because, you know, they were, like I said, you play games in the house and Todrick kind of did like some backhanded stuff and showed him a different side and basically showed him this, this person is not my friend. Uh, the thing that got me with it, of course, I don't know like the details on that friendship, anything like that, but I'm a person, I'm very, very big on friendships. There is no game in this world that's going to make me do some backhanded shit to one of my friends, someone who I call my friend, someone I'm close to. There's no game. I'm just not going to do that. If I call you my friend, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Um, you winning a game, you being the king or the or the, the queen or, who, or whoever, whatever your title is going to be, um, because if you're doing like some backhanded shit, doesn't really sit well with me. And it didn't work for Todrick because, yes, he did make it to the final three and even the final two, but the final vote actually comes from the House members that was that were kicked out. Everybody voted against him except one person. So all those people that you did backhanded fucked up shit to you, that shit came right back to bite you at the end of at the end. Now I will say what surprised me about <laughs> right. What surprised me about Tamar when she won? Yes, and, and I will say this like if you watch the Braxton show, everybody knows how Tamar is, so we don't have to get into that. But Tamar <laughs> played the game when she was on the show, she played the game right. She didn't do no backhanded shit to nobody. She actually showed us a different side of her, and people actually fucked with her. And she actually ended up winning Celebrity Big Brother, which she should have. So she actually played the game right. She played it good, and Not she had people behind her. Not you know, fan of this show. I am. But big. excuse me, <laughs> I said, "Not you a whole stand for this show." No, I've never watched <laughs> the show. This is just what I've seen from social media. I have never watched one. Never watched I it. you were into this. Like, uh, really, I don't know. I've never I've never seen the show. Hell, I don't even have cable. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nor but, does uh, anyone else. <laughs> but uh, I, I say that to say, you know, I, I'm I'm giving the dummy of the week for him because you know karma is a bitch. I tell people this all the time. The way you do people and the fucked up shit that you do to people, that shit is gonna come right back to bite you in the ass. Todrick, you deserve not to win that show because of that. So now supposedly he's all salty and upset and he doesn't want to do interviews because he didn't win. He's salty now. You you didn't deserve to win. You're Stop doing fucked self. up shit to people. You're Stop salty doing self. It. You're salty self. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, 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 you just can't do it. So our dummy is going to go to Mr. Todrick Hall. Um, take your award and shove it up your ass. You're it's, a dummy, and, and, bitch. And, and and apologize to your people, man. Even if you and Lamar Odom never speak again, if you and Tamar never speak again, whatever, apologize to your people. Like at, at least at least do something right. Apologize to those people, man. That's all I got to say. You a motherfucker dummy, biatch. Oh my goodness! Listen, I have no recollection or recourse into this at all. I don't watch uh, Celebrity Big Brother. Um, from what I have seen from Tajik, you know, he had like he, you did mention, he has made a name for himself. Um, and I, I do stand and applaud him, especially being somebody from the, uh, the alphabet boy community. Um, and I, it's great to see you doing well, but yeah, don't be so petty. It's really trash. Now, moving on. We were at the low, low point of the show, and now we're going to reach the high 
this week, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between and in between, we would like to give our roses to none other than the Black King Will Smith. Hey. Um, recently, he actually won Best Actor at the SAG Awards yesterday. Um, so huge congrats to him. He won it for his role as the father in uh, King Richard. Um, if you guys don't know, obviously, I'm sure you do, though. That is a movie depicting um, the life of Serena and Venus Williams and how their father helped them to rise into the superstardom that they are in now. Um, now, you guys have uh, also probably seen Will Smith making headline recently. He uh, was probably sharing a little too much um, details in regards to his marriage to uh, none other than Jacob P uh, Jada Pinkett um, Smith as well. They have diverged a lot of information regarding um, their marriage and their lives. Um, and, you know, a lot of people have stated, you know, this is none of our business. Um, but with that being said, don't y'all ever motherfucking forget who the fuck Will Smith is. The motherfucking Will Smith has won multiple awards, Grammys, Kid Choice Awards, NAACP Image Awards, BET Awards, People Choice, ASCAPs. He's even nominated for this year's Oscars for his role in King Richard. Uh, he has been in multiple, multiple films. There is actually a show that is doing a remake of his show, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which is called Bel-Air, which is a phenomenal show, by the way. Please check it out on Peacock if you guys have not. He has done so many things, man. Um, he has really made an imprint on American culture as an actor, as an artist, as a philanthropist. You know, uh, there's so many things that we could say about Will Smith and, and what he's done for the culture and in representing us. I am proud to be a black man, especially in the image of Will Smith. He has done so many great things. And I really, really felt a way when I saw the headlines and so many headlines just kind of trying to diminish his light in regards to the whole thing with him and Jada. Because I'm just like, have we forgotten who Will Smith is, though? Fuck aside from what he does personally. Like, that's that's really nobody's business as long as he's not, like, you know, molesting kids or, you know, fucking animals or some shit. Like, it's really nobody's business. And I just was kind of dumbfounded that that was overshadowing the magnanimous career that he's had. Um, He's a huge star. Absolutely huge. There's so many movies that Will Smith has been in. So right. many. <clears throat> and he is just, he has given a lot. Um, even his children are incredibly talented. I mean, not even just you, but he's continuing on the legacy with, with Jaden Smith and, and Willow. And even his son, Trey, is a model. And Willow and Jada, I mean, Willow and Jada, Jaden are incredible artists in their own rights. Totally doing something left field from what their father was doing. You know, and I, you know, if anybody knows me, I love Jaden Smith. Y'all know that. And even Willow Smith sound, I mean, it's just amazing. So um, they're an incredible family. It's so dynamic to see them. Of course, we would all love to see a TV show with them in it. I mean, who would not want to see this incredibly talented family and what their inner workings is like, you know? Um, Will Smith has been a great example of how to be a father, especially in the industry. Um, because I don't think a lot of people realize also what that does. You know what I mean? Like, you're not raising kids as you were raised. You're raising them in the highs of, of Hollywood and in the world. And I, I think he's done an incredible job of keeping his family together and really projecting them to the next steps in their own careers, respectively. So 
Um, huge shout out to Will Smith. I hope he gets all the things uh, for his role in King Richard. Um, yes, sir. It's, it's definitely well deserved. So, applause he to needs him. the Oscar, baby. Get that yeah. Oscar, baby. Give him his things so that we won't yes, have to play out you motherfuckers again. <laughs> Jesus. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to wrap this week's episode of For the Record. Um, you guys have been great. Thank you so much uh, for listening once again. And we can't wait to come back to you guys next week with more. How do I say bye to what we have? Yikes. We'll talk to you guys later, bye. <laughs> <laughs>